you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Aeneas Williams. Welcome to the NFL Legend Podcast. I'm so excited. I'm talking with Derek and Charity Morgan. We're talking about wellness and a plant-based diet. Let's listen in. So let's get right into it. First, come on, Derek, take me through the benefits of a vegan diet and why you both have chosen to eat this way. First you, Derek, and then you, Charity. Yeah, we could jump straight into it, man. My, uh, really my motivation behind transitioning into a plant-based diet came from my off season in 2017. I always tell the story around when you go back and you'll appreciate this as well. And it's because, you know, when you go back, you have a reporting weight and every time you're either over or underweight, you get fined, you know, per pound. So for, for, for us, uh, I think it was $675 per pound, per pound, per pound, per pound. And I was like, you know what? I was carrying a little bit of extra weight in the soft season. I was eating too good. You know, I was like, man, I'm like, I'm like 10 pounds over. How am I going to drop this weight? So I started looking into like different diet alternatives. And I was working with a nutritionist who happened to be a plant-based. And so she's like, have you ever tried a a plant-based diet? I was like, no, there's no way I can do plant-based. I'm moving people out the way for a living. You know what I mean? And so there's no way I can do that. She's like, well, actually, you know, the, the research that I've been doing there's a lot of professional athletes and high performers who are on these types of diets, but you just have to have an intentional approach to how you do it and you'll be fine. 
And so slowly but surely, I started to cut out things like red meat, dairy, poultry. And then I was, for a long time, I was eating only seafood. And then I fully made the switch really about four years ago to all, you know, you know, dairy-free, animal-free, uh, plant-based diet. And so for me, it was around losing the weight, but also secondly was around cutting down my inflammation in my body. And that was a big piece of it as well, because every time you go out in the field or you go in the weight room, you know, you have low systemic, you know, inflammation in your body, mm-hmm. which prevents you from recovering and prevents your injuries from healing as fast as they should. And so for me, that was a big deal. I went ahead and took the leap. My wife at the time, you know, at the time she was looking at different, um, you know, diets and whatnot. And so when she seen that I was, uh, you know, transitioning to this, she kind of got on board begrudgingly because she didn't know what to cook for me anymore. And so when she kind of made that, that jump, it, it made it, it made it very, very practical for me to, to carry out the diet because, you know, my wife is a chef by trade and cooks in her sleep, you know, so this is, this was something when she took the the reins to it, I was like, wow, this is going to be a, a little bit easier for me. But I, I'll let her uh, dive into that uh, personally. Come on, Charity. Charity, uh, here's a question I had. So uh, just as Derek said, you, you had a little reluctance. I don't, I, I don't want to misquote him. But how did you guys finally get an agreement? What was that like, Charity? For me, it was um, it was personal. Um, it was a little bit of personal and envy. I was Derek was waking up like, oh, I got the, I had the best sleep of my life, and I just saw him chiseling up. His stomach was getting all six pack looking, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> he's just bouncing around here, and, and I'm deteriorating. Like at the time, I was having struggles with my digestion system, and everything I was doing wasn't working and I got desperate. I was like, I got to do something else. And then I started looking up the research as well. And then not only seeing what Derek was doing, but reading about the benefits, I kind of jumped on and it kind of, I was getting frustrated because Derek wanted to eat a certain kind of way. And then, you know, I'm making another meal for the kids and I, and I kind of got to this point where I'm like, I don't even know how to cook for my husband anymore it's much easier for me to jump on his wagon than for me to try to recreate all these different short order cooks. Like I'm, I'm not a rest. I'm not a restaurant. I'm not going to do a a meal for the kids, a meal for me and a meal for my husband. It was just taking up way too much of like my mental capacity. So I said, I'm going to jump in when I did it the first week. I wanted to hold on to my cheese so bad. I love cheese and I just, I I didn't want to let it go. But the second I let those things go, it was by maybe week three. It took me a couple of weeks to let go of the cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, by week three, I did a whole week without anything. And I remember that feeling because I was like, I had very low energy, like, I, I was just not myself. And I just remember that first week of being completely vegan saying, wow, this is how God designed my body to feel. Hmm. Wow. Cherry, the, and I'm hearing you, Derek, it sounds like you guys experience almost like instantaneous differences. Can you, can you guys share that? I mean, that was pretty, all of a sudden, Charity, you're saying uh, 
Derek is looking chiseled. There's a little envy, little little competition. I, and I'm I'm adding these words. That may have not been the case, right? But it looks like you guys were able to see exponential differences in a short period of time. Derek? Yeah, I, I would I would definitely uh, agree. When I first switched off like like dairy, I noticed that the amount of mucus in my body, you know, I was like coughing up stuff and it was nasty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like when I started cutting dairy out, I noticed that went away like almost within like a week. You know, at the same time, I was having I was having really good sleep. You know, it was more so like felt felt very rested when I woke up. And then my energy levels were were naturally at a really good level. I didn't have to you know, caffeinate or just kind of like, you know, chug some coffee real quick. I, I noticed a difference immediately. And so my energy, my sleep, and really just like felt like I was in homeostasis. Just kind of felt like I was in balance. You know, just when you know, when you when you eat, you know, you, you always get that lethargic type feeling. If you eat a pretty big meal. You might want to lay down. You know, you, some people call it the itis. Right. You know, I wasn't getting those things. I was, I was, I was eating, and I felt like my body, like I was fueling my body with the right, with the right fuel. And it was more. Um, I felt like I had more energy to do other things. You know, when your body, when you eat a big meal like that, it takes a lot of energy out of your body to break those things down. Right. But if you're eating, you know, clean, you know, um, you know, whole food, plant based type foods. Your body doesn't have to use as much energy to break those things down. So then you have more energy to allocate to other systems in your body. So I just, I felt, I felt immediately uh, the differences. The other thing I noticed, being an NFL athlete, you were intentional about it, Derek. But you also, it appeared that you gave uh, charity and uh, the kids the option to join you. So... And going through that, you guys together, and finally, Charity, you come around to it. If there are other athletes or other people that want to follow your example who are married, who do have uh, partners, how would you guys communicate or recommend whoever starts it first, should they have a family meeting and come up with some type of plan or the way it was organically done, you just doing it, Derek, because this for you sense was good for you. And then charity, you being you seeing the results, you now came along. So, what would you guys suggest to others who may want to do the same thing that you're doing? I would definitely recommend planning. We don't talk much about this, but Derek and I tried to do like a veganary back in 2015, and it lasted for like literally a week. And I'm talking about like five days week. Um, <laughs> Because we there were things that we didn't do that we did this time around. Mm -hmm. And it was like we were doing it simultaneously and we didn't realize we were both doing it. But I realized it's the keys to success. Educating yourself. You got to know your why. If you don't know your why, then you're going to just think that you're just following a trend and you're doing it because someone else said it was cool. If you understand your why, like, you know what, I, I'm I'm tired of feeling unhealthy. I, I want to feel my best me. What is the best version of me? Then 
you and everyone's why is so different. There's people that do it for animals. There's animals. There's people that do it for the environment. But in the NFL world, um, I, I took all that out because I had to make it about you because we're dealing with a, a, a younger group of men that, you know, come into money. I can't lie to you. A lot of those guys can care less about animals or the environment, you know, just because of maturity and things that you just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. But when you take it and put it about yourself, then somebody can go, hey, that makes sense. So I would always encourage people to know their why and then make a game plan. And I love including wives. I love talking to wives and telling them the benefits because, you know, if you're an NFL player, you're not going to the grocery store. You're not buying these things. It's your wife. So you have to get both on board or, you know, the wife could feel like uh, this is just another trend. This is just another thing that he's going through. And I can't lie to you. I thought it was another thing Derek was going through, you know, as a, as an athlete, you, you guys could be very neurotic about certain things <laughs> that I don't, I can't even comprehend, you know? So I was like, oh, this is just a little fluke he's going through. <laughs> so it, it's it's really nice to talk about it and go through the importance. And that conversation with your significant other will let them know that, hey, this is something serious that I want to go through. And you never know when once couples get together, it's weird. They'll go, oh, my God, I've been thinking the same thing. And then you guys could build a plan together. Uh, initially, your why was this uh, this fine that you were going to receive per pound. Yeah, that was the uh, the um, initial motivation. Right. But then when I really to charity's point, when you start doing the research on it and then you realize when you look at what you're putting in your body, charity has this quote where she always talks about eating is your oldest habit. And when you go through life and you're, you know, habitually eating the things that you grew up eating, whether it was through your family or to tradition or what have you, you're kind of subconsciously doing these things. And when you have an awareness and start to develop an awareness of what you're putting in your body, you can start to realize how that makes you feel. So yeah, I just ate some pork chops, but how do I feel after that? Gotcha. You know what I mean? There's a direct, this is a direct relationship to what you're putting in your body and how it makes you feel. And some of the times you may not even feel something, but when you do a deeper dive and you look at your blood panels per se, and you check your blood pressure, you may look healthy, but on the inside, you may be dysfunctional. So I tell the story of after being on the diet for six months, I got my blood tested. And when I went into, uh, you know, day one versus six months, all of my, my blood panels were spot on. And so for me, I, I, I struggled with, with uh, hereditary high blood pressure. I had some, some, like some liver enzymes that were showing up and like, my inflammation markers were pretty high. And then like six months being on this diet, all those markers were on perfect levels. And so for me, that was the, the confirmation because at that point, it wasn't a placebo effect. It wasn't something that like, I was just imagining that I was feeling good. It actually was affecting my body on a deeper level. And so that's when I became a true believer. That's where 
I kind of changed my relationship with food to some extent. And here are a couple of things. What are some of the misconceptions uh, that people have about eating a vegan? Well, one is that you're going to always be hungry or it's not good. Or the two biggest ones is you're going to eat like a, a rabbit <laughs> and that there's no protein. I mean, like Derek said, our meals look far from a rabbit. It almost looks like people have to blink twice and say, so that's vegan? Did I really just eat vegan? I'm like, yeah. It's the two things that you got to incorporate in that flavor. You can't, you can't take something away from anyone. And like Derek said about that quote that I talk about, most of our habits is not our habits. It's our parents' habits. Like, why do I like cilantro and rice with everything? Uh, that's because my mom likes that. And I grew up like that. So you can't take anything away from someone. You have to make them feel like they're eating the same things that they love. So gotcha. what I like to do is ask people, what's your five top favorite recipes that you make, your wife makes, um, and recreate those. It's about recreating those those memories that, that you have to a chicken pot pie or fried chicken and gravy or whatever it is. That goes along with, you know, the how to do it. That's a big misconception. And then, you know, the protein aspect of it. People don't realize there's protein in everything. You know, the funniest quote that vegans say, and it's so true. And it, it used to be annoying to me before I was vegan. But now I totally get it. I get my protein from the same place that your protein gets your protein. Gotcha. <laughs> Which is common sense if you think about it, right? Right. Right. How right. about that? Oh, no, but Cherry, yeah. I want to give you a little pushback now. You, you are a chef. Like, you can take a dish, vegan, uh, plant-based, and you can make it amazing. What about some of wives or even guys who want to cook themselves? How do you, how do you help them? How do you encourage them? Because they don't have the skills like you. I meet people where they are. So if you're a takeout queen or, or if you're a, <laughs> a, 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 a meal kit delivery person or you do scratch the surface of cooking, I meet them where they are. Like like I said, like if, if maybe it's a guy that he cooks once a week for his wife and it's every Taco Tuesday. I'm only going to change one thing for you. And that's your ingredients. I'm not changing what you eat. I'm just changing your ingredients. So, Hey, you do taco Tuesday with ground Turkey. Hey, let's do it this week with um, like ancho chili roasted cauliflower and, or some, you know, black beans. We are going to still do everything. You're going to have your salsa because guess what? All the toppings you put on a taco is vegan. I mean, I think we overlook it when people hear the word vegan you're thinking about all the things you're not going to have gotcha. opposed to the 90% of the things that you eat on a daily that's already vegan. You don't think like that. And most people don't think like that or they're seasoning their food every day with vegan products like seasoning, whether it's Creole or jerk seasoning, it's all vegan. <laughs> so gotcha. it's taking that, like uh, that mystery out of it and connecting people with food because I realize most people are not connected with food. If you ask, 
your modern day children, where does your food come from? They have no idea. They think, think it comes from the grocery store and just connecting people with food and understanding that your food comes from a garden and this, this is where your meat comes from and just understanding what's on your plate and how it got there. And Derek, let's, did any of your uh, coaches, trainers give you any pushback? <laughs> Once you talked about uh, becoming a vegan? Well, um, let's see. When I first started, it was just me in my corner in the cafeteria eating my vegan meals. So nobody was tripping on D-Morg eating vegan. It was like, all right, you know, this guy, he's always up to something. He's always trying something new. You know, he'll be back eating steaks in no time. And so... Hold on, so your teammates... So, Derek, your teammates start just with charity thought. This is a little fad... Yeah, just gonna get over it, right? Okay, correct. <laughs> Everybody thought it was right. bad, it was a phase. <laughs> so when I'm like week two weeks in, and I'm still over there eating my meals, you know, guys start poking their head around like, "Yo, what's what, what, what you eating? Who who's cooking it?" I'm like, "My wife." And so at the time, we used to host a lot of stuff at our homes, like barbecues and cookouts. So people knew the the the, the type of caliber of cooking that I was getting at home. You know, just regular food. And so when they say, Well, wait, charity is cooking that? Wow. Okay. You you think let me let me try a little bit of that. And so I would, you know, I would divvy up my my meals and let people try some of my burgers. And they're like, yo, there ain't no way this is vegan. And so once they tasted it, they became believers. And so, you know, it started multiplying one, three, five by the time the season started. We had about 15 guys on the meal plan. Wow. And then that's when the coaches and the trainers started to get frenzied. It was, it was a uh, hilarious. We, <laughs> I'm not gonna name the guy, but we had a, uh, we had a, a game versus um, the Raiders. And um, that's when Marshawn Lynch was at, you know, he was toting the rock and like, he like, he like ran through somebody. And the next day, you know, I already know what's coming. the guy was on the diet. And the next day, my weight coach was walking around the facility with packets of research of why, vegan diets make you, you know, weak and why they don't work for you and, and blah, blah, blah. So it was a whole hysteria around, oh my gosh, you know, this guy, he, he never, he's never done this before and it's directly contributed to the vegan diet. And I, everywhere I went, you know, some, I would see somebody, one of my teammates, hey, like, hey man, watch out for uh, coach, blah, blah, blah. Like he's on a terror today because of this whole vegan thing. But then the next week we won. And as you know, in the NFL, winning cures all. Right. And it kind of like started to fade to the background. I was like, okay, got, these guys are performing at a high level still. You know, at the end of the day, like they're only doing, you know, two meals, you know, one meal. Some guys are doing two meals a day, but like it's not affecting them in a negative way. And so after we started winning more, and you know, guys were performing still at a high level, all that flack started to fade away. That's what I want to ask you. When your teammates start coming around, seeing you in the cafeteria eating your vegan diet, were they also seeing you on film, uh, practice film, would look like more energy, quicker? Were they starting to see some things? Because I know that also gets guys' attention. Yeah, I mean, I think it was more so like the sustaining, right? Like, you know, I, I was coming off one of my be my best years in sixteen, going into seventeen, and so. For me, you know, as you know, too, like with the NFL is like, can you be consistent? Right. Like, I'm not saying right. that this was like a, uh, you know, a 100 percent performance enhancer. And like it just kind of like took my game to a whole new level. I'm not saying that. But what it did allow me to do was to be consistent in my performance. I, you know, I led the team in sacks that year. 
I still was playing at a high level. You know, I felt good. I was still, you know, one of my I was I was a power rusher, so I was like always bull rush, very physical type rusher. And so I was able to still do that. That was a big part of my game. When when there wasn't a like any drop off and I was still able to maintain, I think that's when guys were like, okay, well, if he's still able to, you know, be in the trenches and right. you know, move around and 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 take on double team and all those things, okay, like he he's still alive, type of thing. You know what I mean? So as we get into uh, total wellness, we know that diet plays a part, but what do you determine to be the essential elements of total wellness for the individual and for the family, starting with what's the importance of a balanced life in charity? You can start there. Balance is everything. I mean, we're still trying to balance with balance. <laughs> it's like you're, it's a, a never ending job trying to balance everything. And for us, it starts around food because food happens so much throughout the day. And for your children, I mean, most kids are just so filled up with sugar. And I'm not even talking about like, hey, I'm giving you a donut for breakfast. I'm talking about the hidden sugars in our diet, whether it's a pack of oatmeal or the high fructose corn syrup. It's for us, it was really huge to have everyone involved because when I started doing all my research, I realized it was good enough for a child as well and debunking a lot of these myths that, you know, children need this and children need that. So I feel like for a family, the biggest balance is doing it as a, as a whole and understanding that it's okay if you fall off. It's okay if, you know, you've eaten plant-based for seven days and then on the eighth day you fall off. It's okay. Like, get back up and you try it again. I, I don't beat people up for mistakes. I mean, that's what's wrong with the whole vegan community. It's like beating people up for their choices. It, we don't do that here. We, we let people come as they are. And we just guide you and let you know, like we've even fallen off the wagon accidentally sometimes and, and um, sometimes intentionally and just understand that it, it, it's okay. That's that balance that you have to have. So Derek, being a legend, 2020 has been a very tough year, as you know, COVID-based, also social unrest, challenging things that were happening. You're one year removed, and now you're officially a legend. I guess the first question, when it comes down to wellness, mental health, how have you transitioned? What is what has that been like for you and uh, Charity? It's funny because uh, the latter part of my career, was I was always thinking about the transition because I didn't want to be somebody who um, would lose themselves, who would struggle indefinitely with like this next phase and this next, this next chapter, even after all the seeds that I planted while I was playing and the relationships and the networking, all those business things that I've done, it still was a transition. There still was a challenging part of, okay, I've done this for 20 plus years of my life. Now I, you know, I have to reinvent myself and I have to really do something else and find a way to channel all this energy I have into something new. And so I think that for me, that was the hardest part of, yeah, I had some options of things that I could do, but what, what was going to be my day-to-day, -day, you know, this is what wakes me up. This is what my purpose, this is what God's purpose is for my life. For me, once I started to get a, a clear sense of what that was in my life, 
it started to motivate me and energize me to say, okay, look, I still have a purpose that's, that may be even bigger than this game. That's outside of this game. It was, it was more so like, okay, getting my life right with God, understanding what my purpose was, you know, looking at my, my mental state and my awareness of like, okay, like what's my identity? You know what I mean? What gives me value? Was, was the game the only thing that gave me value or do I have value outside of the game? And, and was, you know, we're always told our performance was what was, was, was our value and who we are and what we do. And everybody around you, the crowd's chanting your name, your fans, everybody's saying your value is what you do. And so it's a hard disconnect and detachment that has to happen if you've put your value and your performance and who you were as a player. So I think that that's always a challenging thing. For me, it's, it's all around, like I said, my, my relationship with God. Um, I, I meditate daily, which gives you a whole nother layer of awareness of certain narratives that may be going on in your mind. And then, yeah, just it's, it's all about order for me. Like, so I'm, I'm still like regimented. I'm still waking up at 530. I'm getting my workouts in I'm, and, you know, I'm, I'm in my word, I'm reading. I'm, so I have a routine. Right. And then, you know, I thank God willing, you know, thank, thank God. I have like things that I'm doing in the business world and real estate and investing and things like that. So it allowed me to like apply myself. And so I think, you know, we're all, you know, professional athletes for, for a lot of intangible reasons. And those things can be, you know, persistence, perseverance, you know, diligence, discipline, you know, focus. And these are all attributes that take us to this level, but that, that can be also attributed to other careers and, and, um, you know, purposes. So that's, that's, that, that was the challenging part, but you know, I'm, I'm continuing to walk in faith you know, every single day. Derek, did you, have you taken advantage of any of the league programs when you were thinking a lot of years about transitioning? Yeah. What are some of those programs? I would say the biggest one I did, the, the biggest impact I think for me was um, going back to get my MBA. And this was a program at the university of Miami and the league was, you know, they were giving you reimbursements for, that program and it was an 18 month program that was tailored around the, 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 uh, the NFL season. Um, that, that was really a big impact for me and helped me a lot, you know, in terms of making relationships and in, in, in my network. And then, you know, there's always the internships, the externships that are always super helpful. And then there, I think there was a couple of financial workshops that I, I was a part of, but like, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the league has a lot of resources, the union, the PA got a lot of resources that I think those, those are available to us. We just got to be able to uh, tap in and, and take advantage of them. And uh, charity, you, you, what I'm, 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 I'm putting out there. Maybe you've already been referred to as a world-renowned chef, right? In the midst of the social injustice, now transitioning, uh, Derek transitioning from the league. How important is it for legends and their wives to be on the same page? And I'll also speak to some wisdom that you have as, as Derek is walking through this transition. Tell me what it's been like from your viewpoint. It has to, it starts with what's your identity in the NFL. It starts with that. Mm -hmm. um, and knowing what your identity is while they are still playing. If your identity is that shield, when that shield is taken away, most people go through depressive states and all these different emotions because they were so connected by it. For me, it was absolute freedom. 
I was just so excited that my life no longer revolved around the NFL schedule. And, you know, my husband, you know, Derek, you know, Derek's no different than any other athlete. When you're in the game, your mind is solely in the game. And I feel like when he retired, I got a husband. So um, it's, it's important that the wives too, just like Derek was speaking about, about, you know, having to find his purpose and connect with God and ask if is, you know, for these purposes outside of the field. And, you know, that doesn't mean that his, his missions, you know, complete because, you know, he hangs up his cleats. God is always using us throughout our entire lives, not just a certain part of our lives. And that includes, you know, injustices and being together with every aspect because, you know, your wife can't be saying, you know, it breaks my heart because of injustices and this is how I feel. And the husband can't be like, oh, I I, I could care less about that. You have to be on the same page or what it's going to do is, it's going to eventually cause a lot of, you know, tension in your home if you guys aren't on the same page. And that's kind of with the, even the plant-based thing. It was annoying watching Derek order these nasty meals. And I'm like, why are you ordering that? You have to be on the same page or you're just not going to, you're not going to go nowhere. And Derek, here's a question I've never asked, uh, but I'm going to ask you, and it's a, it's a, it's comical. Okay. So your wife, you're choosing, you're you're choosing players for your football team. What position would you draft Cherry to play? Quarterback. Quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm just blocking for her. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm on the front line, clearing the way. But when you know, when I have a tough decision to be made, you know, I was already asking herself about the the houses. You know, this morning. But like, yeah, quarterback. She she she's navigating everything. <laughs> All right. Well, would you sign her to like a DAC franchise tag, or would max, you max contract? The max contract. <laughs> <laughs> All the way there. Yeah, max contract. Yes. Patty Mahomes. All that. <laughs> man, those are some amazing answers, man. I love it. But but charity. Other thing. How did you end up in this documentary, The Game Changers? And I'm hearing. Like you stole the show. How did you end up in this movie? It's so crazy. Just timing. God's timing for everything is insane. It was an article that popped up on my feed that talked about James Cameron funded a documentary um, that was that revolved around elite athletes eating a plant-based diet. And I'm like, this is, is this real? Like, no, this can't be real. And it just, it came up, I ignored it. And another feed popped up on my Instagram. It was like a veg news post and it talked about it again. They already started their Instagram. And I said, hey, are you guys seriously doing a uh, documentary on plant-based athletes? And it was just like a really quick question I asked them. The reply was, we have been... S- trying to figure out how we can get in touch with you. And they were willing to stop everything. We're like, they're like, we're going to stop production because the movie was actually done for 
we came into the picture and they were like, we're going to stop production because we don't feel like it's complete without you guys' story. Is that true that your, your husband's vegan and you guys are feeding uh, NFL players plant-based meals? I'm like, yes. Wow. And so um, we worked it out on the schedule. They came and they filmed us. And it was just me being honest and me being me. And I guess, um, you know, the percentage of elite athletes in the world are less than you know, just normal people like me (laughs) and people could relate to my story because, Hey, I think my husband's, you know, he, he's such a disciplined individual where he can, if I told Derek when he was playing, he could get to the Super Bowl If he ate the same thing for the next year, most NFL players would be like, sure, sign me up. But for me, I'm like, I don't want to eat the same thing every day, you know? And so Relating to people and how they eat, I think, was really important. And people got to see that, hey, this isn't only about NFL players and it's not only about athletes. There's some surrealness into it. And I feel like I provided that. And that's why people can relate to me. Well, Derek and Charity, this has been amazing. Uh, Keep up the great work. Continue to get the word out. Continue to perfect all those great dishes that will encourage many others like myself to consider and actually implement into our lives the vegan diet or plant-based. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. And the best is yet to come. Thanks for having me. Thank you. This has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at nfllegends at nfl.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.